Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1135. Your gut bacteria don't like junk food, even if you do. By Tim Spector with bluezones.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Saturday. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. And always with my commentary at the end. And don't forget, we now have six shows covering a bunch of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. The newest show is Optimal Startup Daily. We had it for a while, and now it's back as of this week. So make sure to check that show out. It covers entrepreneurship, freelancing, and more. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Your gut bacteria don't like junk food even if you do, by Tim Spector with bluezones.com. When Morgan Spurlock famously spent a month eating large portions of McDonald's for the purposes of his documentary, Supersize Me, he gained weight, damaged his liver, and claimed to have suffered addictive withdrawal symptoms. This was attributed to the toxic mix of carbs and fat, plus the added chemicals and preservatives in junk foods. But could there be another explanation? we may have forgotten others who really don't enjoy fast food. These are the poor creatures that live in the dark in our guts. These are the 100 trillion microbes that outnumber our total human cells 10 to 1 and digest our food, provide many vitamins and nutrients, and keep us healthy. Until recently, we have viewed them as harmful. But those harmful bacteria like salmonella are a tiny minority and most are essential for us. Studies in lab mice have shown that when fed an intensive, high-fat diet, their microbes change dramatically and for the worse. This can be partly prevented by using probiotics, but there are obvious differences between us and lab mice, as well as our natural microbes. Researchers recently studied those who ate a traditional African diet high in beans and vegetables and swapped their diet with one resembling a U.S. diet, one high in fat and animal proteins 
and low in dietary fiber. They also had African-Americans eat the more traditional African diet. They found that Africans fared worse on American-style food. Their metabolisms changed to a diabetic and unhealthy profile within just two weeks. The African-Americans instead had lower markers for colon cancer risk. Tests of both groups showed very different microbiomes, the populations of microbes in their guts. Home testing. Surprisingly, no one has specifically investigated the effect of junk food on Westerners from the perspective of the microbiome. For the sake of science and research for my book, The Diet Myth, I have been experimenting with several unusual diets and recorded their effects on my gut microbes. These include fasting, a colonoscopy diet, and an intensive, unpasteurized French cheese diet. My son, Tom, a final year student of genetics at the University of Aberystwyth, suggested an additional crucial experiment to track the microbes as they changed from an average Western diet to an intensive fast food diet for over a week. I wasn't the ideal subject since I was no longer on an average diet, but Tom, who like most students enjoyed his fast food, was. So he agreed to be the guinea pig on the basis that I paid for all his meals and he could analyze and write up his results for his dissertation. The plan was to eat all his meals at the local McDonald's for 10 days he was able to eat either a Big Mac or chicken nuggets plus fries and a Coke. For extra vitamins, he was allowed beer and crisps in the evening. He would collect fecal samples before, during, and after his diet and send them to three different labs to check consistency. Tom started in high spirits and many of his fellow students were jealous of his unlimited junk food budget. As he put it, quote, I felt good for three days, then slowly went downhill. I became more lethargic, and by a week, my friends thought I had gone a strange gray color. The last few days were a real struggle. I felt really unwell, but definitely had no addictive withdrawal symptoms. And when I finally finished, I rushed, uncharacteristically, to the shops to get some salad and fruit. End quote. While it was clear the intensive diet had made him feel temporarily unwell, we had to wait a few months for the results to come back. The results came from Cornell University in the US and the crowdfunded British Gut Project, which allows people to get their microbiome tested with the results shared on the web for anyone to analyze. They all told the same story. Tom's community of gut microbes, called the microbiome, had been devastated. Tom's gut had seen massive shifts in his common microbe groups for reasons that are still unclear. Formicutes were replaced with Bacteroidetes as the dominant type while friendly bifidobacteria that suppress inflammation were halved. However, the clearest marker of an unhealthy gut is losing species diversity. And after just a few days, Tom had lost an estimated 1,400 species, nearly 40% of his total. The changes persisted, and even two weeks after the diet, his microbes had not recovered. Loss of diversity is a universal sign of ill health in the guts of obese and those that are diabetic and triggers a range of immunity problems in lab mice. That junk food is bad for you is not news, but knowing that it decimates our gut microbes to such an extent and so quickly is worrying. Many people eat fast food on a regular basis, and even if they don't get fat from the calories, the body's metabolism and immune system are suffering via the effects on the microbes. We rely on our bacteria to produce much of our essential nutrients and vitamins while they rely on us eating plants and fruits to provide them with energy 
and to produce healthy chemicals which keep our immune system working normally. We are unlikely to stop people eating fast food, but the devastating effects on our microbes and our long-term health could possibly be mitigated if we also eat foods which our microbes love, like probiotics, think yogurt, root vegetables, nuts, olives, and high-fiber foods. What they seem to crave, above all else, is food diversity, and a slice of tomato on the burger just isn't enough. You just listened to the post titled, Your Gut Bacteria Don't Like Junk Food, Even If You Do, by Tim Spector with bluezones.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I can't tell you how many times I've been asked this question. How can I reset my gut microbiome? Meaning how can I replace the good bacteria in my intestines and help make sure that I have a diverse set of bacteria in my intestines? My answer is always the same. Eat more dietary fiber. Eat foods like berries, nuts, seeds, and vegetables. Why? It's because after our bodies break down these food sources of dietary fiber, what's left acts as fuel for our good bacteria. They use these leftovers to grow and create more diverse species of good bacteria. This is what we want to have happen. Remember at the beginning of the post, Tim said that when mice were given a high-fat diet, it changed their gut microbiome for the worse? Well, human studies are showing similar results. In fact, this is something I worry about when people follow the ketogenic diet just for fun. The ketogenic diet requires that folks consume about 70% of their calories from fat. A potential side effect to this could be fewer numbers of and less diverse good bacteria in the intestines. This is, in fact, what some studies are finding. So if you want a healthy microbiome, think about adding some food sources of dietary fiber into your diet. For those that identify as female, aim for about 25 grams of dietary fiber from food each day. For those that identify as male, aim for about 35 grams of dietary fiber from food each day. This is likely the most effective way to keep your gut microbiome healthy. 
All right, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show and where your optimal life awaits.